This is the MFG Cast. Hey guys, Kurt here. And Tracy. And this is Dan. And Kim. And we're here for our end of the year Christmas special. Oh, doesn't that sound pretty? Mm. It's probably not gonna be as good as that sounds. But anyway, we're gonna do we're gonna change things up. Usually from year to year we we did our top eight basically, where we took games we played of the year, we rated them one through eight because we, from the our unpatented, patented D8 system, but we're here to change that because, you know, trying to find a top eight is fucking difficult. Doing a top ten is hard enough, but to do, you know, do an eight that's kind of in the middle of that range, it's just, it's hard enough. So we're going to, we're going to do a top three for the year, but what else are we going to do in between that? We're also going to be doing what we think would be good presents for our podcast brethren and uh reasons why and also we'll kind of give you some ideas for stocking stuffers for this year so why don't we just get right into it i'm gonna kind of get away from the now playing just because now that we're getting towards the end of the year you've kind of know what you kind of know what we've been playing so i want to explain to you what why i came up with um trying to come up with Christmas gifts for the people that you love and the people that you know. You know, at this time of year, you're always looking for that perfect gift. Well, to get that perfect gift, you have to know purples, purples, wow. <laughs> you have to know people's personalities. And with games, it's not any different. And, you know, I would say it's even more of a challenge sometimes because um, unless you know that person to a T, a lot of times you may, you know, you may get may get a gift that's, you know, a decent enough gift. But if you don't truly know the the way the that person's personality is for gaming, chances are you may get something that they, you know, may put them off. But, you know, and it seems like with this crowd of people just talking about us, it seems, you know, it seems like for the most part, we can play just about anything. But I thought it would be cool to just talk about, you know, if we were to buy for the other person, you know, what we were thinking and, you know, purchasing something for somebody, you know, what the reasoning is for that. So, who would like to go first? What kind of squeak was that? <laughs> that was an excited squeak. He's so happy for the holiday. I've never so, heard that I really, before. Ho- I really hope the microphone picked that up because that was pretty awesome. That I was heard good. it. Yeah, we heard it. It's really squeaky. It's there. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that before, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny. He, you have. Have I? Actually. Cool. When? <laughs> I think that's a that's story for the... Married. When we got married. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. He, so happy. He squeaked when I was walking that's down because, the aisle. That's oh, because oh. I was, he was, he was And I was no, ready he, to run. You did not... <laughs> It was you were trying to hold back your tears. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. It was. You went. It was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay. So that means you want to go first? No. Oh. I don't. Come I don't want to. What am I doing? <laughs> well, I'm I, saying games. What do you for, mean the, games the thing? People? The thing I just talked about. <laughs> if uh, we may interject for one quick second, Kurt, that yes. squeak uh, that you just had when I proposed to Kim, uh, I did it at PAX East. And we did it in front of the Plaid Hat Games booth. 
Because nice. one of the first games we ever played together as a couple was Summoner Wars. And in the video, clear as day, there's someone that was at the demo tables. And the look of excitement on this dude's face when I popped the question to Kim <laughs> <laughs> is priceless. We actually got the video on YouTube. I'll send you the link. But you got to see it. That awesome. guy's like, oh my god! That's awesome. He's like, love does exist! <laughs> it's like in it's front of plan yeah he's like it's he's, finally happening yeah exactly he's like one day me and my wife will do the same thing yeah. that will be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. so sorry sorry to jump in there so tracy what are the games that you're going to suggest for people <laughs> so i don't know you have my notes <laughs> well i don't have your notes for that i, I think you really picked, i think you i don't know he goes thing. he goes he goes, so you're going to be on the podcast and you want me to help you so you know what you're going to say? And I'm like, oh, okay. Do you... <laughs> you don't have any notes on it. I don't have any notes. No. Why am I first? Because I'm going to throw you into the fire. Shit, you're throwing so, me into the bus. Yeah, exactly. So what you think would be perfect gifts for pe people that you know, like me or Logan. Didn't or we did, we did talk about this. We talked about one thing. We talked about... <laughs> <laughs> now, but now I don't even know if that's... If, Holy shit. If this is what you were talking about. So uh -oh. you were talking about getting a game for me. I was. For Christmas. Yeah, well, this is hypothetical if we were going to get games. We don't get... Christmas presents for each other anymore. Yeah, yeah. So. and so you were thinking about oh, a... That's a spirit. <laughs> yeah. And, well. you were, and you were thinking about a, a deck building game that... And you said that I was... Oh, yeah, I yeah, kept yeah. talking about one that had a lot of words to it. <laughs> yeah, so, we can't remember what it is. So are you talking about Champions of Midgard? Is that what you're talking about? And I don't know. Okay, well, this that was fun. Okay, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. It's okay. There's lots of things I would get you. Well, what? Okay, here. Before we get into the actual game, you can cut all of this out. I'm going to. Oh God, uh, please don't. This is gold. <laughs> because you know what? The one thing that I love is the quality research and care that goes yeah, into each exactly. and every episode of this. Yes. Exactly. Just pour, pour, pour through so many things. Okay, so a, a master's all, thesis doesn't have this much research. Yeah, exactly. Ages. Um, <laughs> So, you know, so first of all, why don't you explain, you know, if you're going to get a game for me, what kind of game you would get for me? What kind of what kind of things do you think that I would like? Like, not just like what a name of a game is, like what types of games that you think that, that I would that, that I like that you would get for Christmas. That would be something I'd be excited about. <laughs> well, maybe I'm being selfish, but I'd want to get you a game i would be interested and in also <laughs> so selfish well because i i mean i don't always i suppose but i would i mean i know right now you're into deck building games so of course i'd want to get you a deck building game and i know that was on my list of my all my research on this episode was to get you some sort of deck building game because yeah. i know that's what you're into but i also try to pay attention to the games that you talk about mm -hmm. so that I can try to remember that if I if we do in fact get each other gifts yeah which we don't very often yeah I did that last year I think we I think we did some gifts and stuff for each other last year yeah I think it was and like I, after the fact probably mm -hmm. yeah so I try to try to mentally tally um, games that you've mentioned before that 
you're like, oh man, I really got to get this game because it's going to be really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, right now I can't remember any games. Champions <laughs> of whatever you're talking Champions, about. Champions of Midgard. I don't remember that name at all, so I'm pretty sure this is not that. <laughs> I've been talking about it a lot, but you know, that's cool. You don't remember is anything. That the, I know wait, that you've been talking about it. But is, <laughs> is it that, um, it's not uh, it's the Stronghold game, is it? No. Okay. That's you've Terraforming been talking, Moms. You've been That's talking about that game. Moms. Yeah, Moms. Moms? Moms. <laughs> yeah. Moms. Never yeah. Terraformed. God. Terraforming so Marmalade. Fun. Tell me more. Yes, exactly, yes. exactly. Um, I know you've been talking about that one. Mm-hmm. And I could look up titles of Stronghold games and find that one. Yeah. Very easily to be able to give you that. Um, but, but, you know, not knowing what it is, you just get it because I... You know, I said I, I really wanted it. Uh-huh. Okay. I would. That's cool. Hey, that's my jam. The fact that you trust me enough to do that, that's pretty cool. I probably would read a little bit about it, but yeah, no, I would. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll... I'm sorry. No, that's you okay. You can just cut out that whole yeah, section. Yeah, I'll cut out the whole thing. Cool. Uh, it'll be like two seconds where you'll be like, I, you know, I don't really do anything for We're you. We're going to cut out And then <laughs> we'll just go from there. <laughs> Can we start live streaming when we record? Because this is just oh, too good. Yeah. I love sure. all of this. I'm sure people. Yeah, we, this is we do, the only one watching. Just so you know, we do actually get along. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like an old bantering couple. Yeah. Well, I will kind of feed off of yours. The thing that I would actually would get you would be something that we could both play too. Even though most of the time when I buy for other people, I mostly think of their interest. I don't think of like the overall interest of people, which is weird. You think I would think that, but I don't. And I would actually get you Champions of Midgard. That's one. That's the thing I actually wrote down because it's worker placement. Um, it's dice rolling. You know, some people, you know, say it's kind of like your Lords of Waterdeep ish, you know, kind of thing. And because you like that game so much, that I, you know, I think I think that would be something I think you'd be interested in. Plus, the art looks awesome. Will Wheaton had it on tabletop, and I watched them play it, and I was just like, "Wow, this game looks fun," you know. I remember you talking about that. I just don't remember the title of the game. So now it is coming back to me. Yeah, a bit. yeah, exactly. So that that would be something I would get you. And I had Crank down because we had talked about that in. Did we talk the about prior, that in the deck building uh, episode? Clank, right? Or Clank. Yeah. <laughs> or Crank. <laughs> Maybe Crank. Crank is something else. That's also pretty good. Don't get me wrong. But, you know. <laughs> That's more usually of a solo game. <laughs> I'm actually kind of proud of that one. Yes. <laughs> That's good. But, yeah. If he likes th- to crank it off. <laughs> 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 yeah, so if you're thinking about me, you're thinking about deck builders, then Clank would be a good one, and everybody seems to really love that mm-hmm. one. So yeah, yeah. And did you, you? We talked to you guys about playing it, possibly playing it. Did you guys ever get to play it? Uh, yeah, we played it a few times actually. <laughs> For the last like week, I'm like, Except we should play this one. <laughs> yeah, it's like we got to play this when I get home from work. <laughs> nope. <laughs> when you only got ten minutes a day, but yeah, it it is an awesome one. It's it's just fun because the fact that you're also manipulating the board, you know, it's really nice to go like, all right, my cards aren't that great, but now I can make decisions in the game to mitigate bad hands, as opposed to, oh, I guess I lose now. Awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have had plenty of conversations, Tracy, about getting games for Logan for Christmas and stuff like that. So, you know, when you think about Logan, what do you think? What do you think about the types of games to get for Logan? Because we've not only have we played a lot of like 
you know, kid-based games, games that, you know, people would think would be mostly for kids his age, but he's also played Lords of Waterdeep and really loved it and, <laughs> you know, played all these other games that are way past his age and he's dug them the most. So, you know, what do you think is, like, would be, like, a perfect game for him for Christmas? I don't... I'm trying to think of what we... He's getting a lot of games for Christmas, so... But games that I, I haven't even played, so I don't know. Yeah. Can uh, can I interject with a possible suggestion? Sure. I would love for you to, because I'm being thrown under the bus again. I don't know. <laughs> so does Logan have any affection for Harry Potter? You know? Um, he, he likes watching Harry Potter. I mean, he started watching it. Yeah. So a recent gift for Kim has been the Harry Potter uh, Hogwarts battle mm-hmm. deck building game. Pretty cool facets about this thing is it's a co-op deck builder. And it's pure co-op, so it's not like that we're on the same team, but we're kind of not, but we kind of are. The way it works is you actually like fight villains from the movies, and you all contribute. It's not like most deck builders where beat him in one turn with all your cards. You actually get like little damage, uh, like lightning bolts to put on the guys. Oh, cool. And what's cool is there's seven different boxes, and as you go through the different movies, what cards you can buy and play and everything else changes. Hmm. Oh, cool. So is is every movie a scenario, or how does that work? What what they have is, um, it's basically like uh, le- um, Legendary. Okay. Where they have locations, and if the villains basically, I guess, like go to a certain location, then, like, you know, that's the end of the game. So mm-hmm. with Hogwarts Battle, certain things will put on these uh, tokens on the locations. What are they going like Death Eater tokens or something? I'm not sure. I don't know the name of them. They're, they're these... like little skull tokens. Yeah, but they're these awesome yeah. metal tokens that have like yeah, some weight. Probably the, yeah, it's probably the Death Eaters. That sounds correct. Yeah. And then if, um, so if the locations have a certain amount, then those locations are, you know, gone. And it mm-hmm. moves on to the next one. And if the villains basically capture uh, all the locations, that's it. It's the end of the game. There's like that event deck. If you deck have, and... yeah, well, um, the event the event deck, it's like uh, each location will tell you how many like um, they call them like like the dark cards, mm-hmm. and then it'll say certain things where either it attacks an opponent or add like one of those tokens on the location cards. Cool. And then um, the villains will also do stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. And if you f- defeat all the villains, then you win. But if you lose all the locations, you lose. Gotcha. That's cool. Is that made by Upper Deck too? No, it's actually. Um, you know what's interesting? I don't even know who the uh, publisher is, but all I know it just says WB on it. Yeah, it's um, and what's cool is it's like why most games are usually like sixteen, seventy bucks lately. It's only fifty. Oh, that's not uh, bad. Have it at game stores. Uh, Barnes and Nobles even carries it. Nice. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of venues to pick it up too, and uh, it looks great. Like it actually, it's almost like that suitcase look. Yeah. The, the box yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. I like the box. Yeah, I, I haven't seen much of the inside, but the box itself, I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Everything comes pre-punched. I've seen it online. Oh. I haven't online. seen it like a In physical copy of it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like something that he would dig. Yeah, it's. At first, I think we were. At first, I think we were just. Um, unsure whether to introduce him to games that were like beyond his age but he just that's kind of where he's at so when we play games that are more for his age level it's awkward 
Mm-hmm. Not it's not awkward. It's just it's not as fun. No, it's it, and it's funny because I when I wrote down uh, something for him, I I tried to do something where it was something different, but for some reason I kept coming to the game a game that he's played this year that he really dug, and that's Garbage Day from Mayday Games because he just dug that so much. And, you know, yeah. and he's just really excited about it. So, I, you know, I kind of use that as a, you know, if somebody's listening and they, you know, they have a, a young, you know, kid that really digs just like a fun dexterity game. But it's also like, I love this game, too, you know, and and it's one of those games where right away I thought I, I wouldn't like it because, you know, I saw the look of it. And unfortunately, I, I you know, I had a preconceived notion about it and didn't think I'd like it. But the more I played it, I'm like, wow, this game is so simple but yet just super duper fun you know and it's you know it's it's silly and gross and and that's a good pillar game yeah exactly that's uh mayfair made that one right uh mayday oh mayday yeah yeah um, Yeah. dude mayday has been making awesome stuff this year they have they really have and and i and i'm i've uh big shout out to them for uh us being a part of their of their circle of podcasts that have been able to review their games because, man, they're come out with some great stuff. Since Logan's not listening to this, I'm excited because we actually <laughs> some we actually uh, suggested somebody to, to uh, buy Get Bit for him for Christmas, and I'm excited to play that because I've heard all these you know all the you know that's their first big game that kind of you know took people by storm, even though it's a little you know it's a little game, but a lot of people dug it so. I think he's gonna like that a lot with the uh, the way the bits work and everything like that. Yeah, exactly. And he loves sharks, so it'll be cool to once he starts biting the heads off of guys and stuff like that, he'll really just <laughs> dig at them all. So that's an, that's another game I think of when you know I think of his. But you know, for being six years old, he's I can't believe how how well he's been able to you know play all these other games. You know, because it's like you know. A lot of, you know, some of these games that we've had, if they're not too crunchy, we're like, okay, we need three players. Well, we'll get Logan. We'll see what happens, you know, and then be able to play a three-player game with him is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, he is the ultimate gamer parent, so of course he has a, a <laughs> he's genetically predisposed towards these games. Like, literally, he'll be like, okay, let's go to the gas station and let's all go. Mom, you can get a coffee and dad and I will get a soda and then we'll play board games all day. Aww. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, okay, buddy. Okay. So, you know, and then he'll be like, and tomorrow, can we play games all day long? <laughs> so, for I mean, literally for Christmas, I forgot he was getting that game too. I think he's getting a couple games from other people too and he's getting games from us and I mean, literally, this kid is probably getting eight, eight board games, I think, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. <laughs> you know what's great? Uh, it, it feels g- And how old is he again? Six. Six. Yeah. Essentially, my Christmas wish list is the same as a six-year-old's, because that's pretty much all I asked for. Yeah, literally. And, ours, and you know what ours was? Is money to go to uh, Gen Con. So... Um... So kind of um, the same, sort of. Yeah, just about. M- money <laughs> to do stuff with board games, yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, so I'll just finish up. I'll finish up mine because I actually tried to come up with things that I thought would be fun for Kim and Dan for Christmas if we were to get them Christmas stuff. 
Um, we did get them a gift, but this is more of a stocking stuffer, so I'll talk about that later. When I thought about Dan, I thought about um, a lot of times he likes the big game, I think. That's when I think of Dan. He likes the big games. He likes the complex, the crunchiness of it. Um, something he can dominate at. I actually underlined that because I figured <laughs> that, was, that was a big one. Um, and so when I thought of that, I was just kind of poking around and I found... I found Raiders of the North Sea. That game looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what I thought of. I thought of you as soon as, as, soon as I saw it. You know, it's like... We saw that at um, PAX, that awesome looking, uh, like, naval game where, like, you actually explore the ports and you can... Oh, it looks so cool. I don't remember. Yeah, it's, I mean, the the board itself is, is pretty phenomenal. <laughs> the board is huge. <laughs> and it's Probably been gorgeous. a long time. Yeah, but basically the... The tagline, or the when the, they describe it, the aim of Raiders of the North Sea is to impress the chief, chieftain by having the most victory points at the game's end. Victory points are gained primarily by raiding settlements, taking plunder, and making offers to the chieftain. So I figured that was right up Dan's alley. I do like making offers to the chieftain. That's right. <laughs> and plus it's got, you know, it looks beautiful. It's got a lot of great bits to it, it looks like. So I thought that would be cool. So maybe eventually I can get that for you guys. <laughs> um, and then when I was thinking of, uh, of Kim, I was thinking she really likes simple, fun stuff, but she also is on two ends of the spectrum, either really cute or really dark. Yes. So it's like, which, you know, which way do you go? You know, so the, the game I, I was kind of thinking about and I was kind of uh, spitballing with uh, Taco from SO1KS Gaming. Um, he thought that Oceanos would be, by yellow games would be a great game. Um, it's basically you guys have your own you have your own submarine, and you're trying to gain victory points by um, exploration and stuff like that. And the game just looks phenomenal. It's like one of those again. It's just I it, it feels like this year all I've been into is like games that just look great. You know, this game actually came out this year, so that would have been cool to play because then I probably would have it probably would have been one of my favorites, but. My favorites, but um, <laughs> you know, just the the game itself and the components just look so cool. And everybody gets their own uh, sub with three parts to it, and then you take off of decks in the middle of it. I'll see. If, I'll just kind of show you guys, and I'll edit this out for everybody else. But I mean, it just it looks so oh, it cool. Look awesome. Oh wow! Yeah, and yellow, yellow. Oh, to me, yeah, yellow always does a good job. I think with their artist because yeah. it just seems like they always just go out and find the most unique, the most uh, what? What am I trying to think of? Like the most like cre just creatively sound people, and it's just it, every time I see one of their games, I'm just like, wow, this would be fun to play. Like, is it Book of Madness? Is that yellow that, too? That looks awesome too. That's yeah. one thing I was thinking about for Kim as well. Yeah, it's just it's just just crazy how how well they find all these people you know and it's like it'd be nice you know even with i say even with these crunchier games like you know a lot of times with euros you know they do an okay part uh, they do okay with art but i think they they could do even more with the art to really pull people in you know even if you know even if it it's still a crunchy game you can still have it you know have that you know I don't know. I'm still trying to think, think of a word that describes it, but I think something like that would be uh, Forge Wars. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, I haven't. Like that's like a crunchy game, oh, but the artwork though. Yeah. The artwork is actually pretty good. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But that's like a uh, 
what would you say like four hour game if you there's yeah forge world lets you play the short game or the long mode we went for a long mode and it was like almost a four hour game yeah it was so fun though but yeah but that's cool as long as it's fun who cares you know yeah Yeah, if it's a four hour game that's if it's a four hour game that sucks balls then (laughs) uh, no way what was nice is it was never like a okay this person clearly won moment either like the decisions were mattering throughout the whole game yeah you know there, there's nothing worse than sitting down knowing that you're gonna be there for like another like 300 minutes and you're like oh <laughs> shit i just lost in right now this was yeah. the move that cost me the game fuck <laughs> you know that's awesome real quick i just want to do follow up yeah. though um what you said yeah. with yellow games like their games are never like the showiest or the flashiest mm-hmm. but they definitely are like they have staying power yeah which I like because it's not like you play their game and then a month later you never touch that box again. Mm-hmm. It I find that they consistently make games that are always easy to go right back to, even if it's been a few months. And that's something that not too many publishers really have. That's you know, it's true. usually one way or the other. Because like we yeah. got Ghost, Ghost and, uh, was good. Dwarven, uh, Dwarf King, Biblios, and a few others. And Biblios was good. Yeah, and yeah, it's just they're really enjoyable to hit back again, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. That's always a good thing. Didn't we just play one this weekend? Is that medieval? Medieval, medieval academy. academy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, we played that with Logan this weekend. Is it awesome? Because it looks yeah. really cool. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I, I like that game a lot. And then we got the extra one of the extra tiles when we were at Gen Con. Yeah, we got extra. Two. We haven't played with it yet. Yeah, which we need to. And now that Logan's into it, it'd be awesome to pop into it. So. Yeah. Yeah, we cool. we play. What did we play it with a group of people when we were at? Yeah, we demoed it there, yeah. and then we were just like, "Well, we'll buy it." It was like <laughs> one of the last games we. Bought I think we I, I'm pretty sure that every de- like every game except for one we demoed, we bought, <laughs> which is cool. You know, it's like we didn't unicorn. buy Wonky. No. Oh, we didn't buy that uh, unicorn game. That's right. Unicorn <laughs> ass liquor game or whatever. Yeah, Jesus it, was really, it was really weird. It was. <laughs> Yeah. How come that wasn't on a feature of weird games? Unicorn Ash yeah. That game yeah. sounds yeah. great. No kidding. It probably was way back then, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think yeah, most of the games we played, we bought for the most part because we were like, oh, uh, this is we, cool. we bought a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah, we broke the bank that day. Yeah. <laughs> well, that weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Eight or 900 bucks, probably. That's funny. Okay, what about you guys? <sighs> All right. For both of you guys, like, um,. I would I would try to aim for something that has like multiple mechanics to it, because you guys like you know like every time you try something out, I always see like oh man like what has things just like this, what has things like that. So I like to find a game that features multiple comp- like aspects put together, something like either copycat, where it's like part deck builder, part worker placement, part action selection. Another fun game I would probably say like maybe even like Stone Age. Because yeah. it's worker placement, but you're using dice to see what resources you get. Nice. So if you're falling behind, you know, a couple of lucky rolls, oh, you're catching up now. You know, that's always kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And so you guys can get like that visceral combat because, you know, sometimes, you you know, you like to seem to go at each other a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and since you enjoy deck builders, <laughs> like uh, Tyrants of Underdark or Clank, like a, a game where... Because deck builders always seem to be a big thing for you guys. Mm-hmm. So it has that core mechanic that you guys enjoy, but with a moving board. So you can either be adversarial in Tyrants of the Underdark by going at each other with combat and subterfuge, 
or Clank, where it's like, oh, hey, look, I got this cool treasure. I'm leaving now. Have fun with the dragon. Bye. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it has just enough smack talking that you're also laughing while it's happening to you. And I think that's something yes. you guys would definitely enjoy. Uh, for Kim, I found something that sounds like it's right up her alley, and I did get it for her for Christmas, so I can't mention it. <laughs> However, I will text you about that one later, Kurt, to see what you think. <laughs> what about, nice. like, uh, what do you, what, what would you say this type of mechanics that I would play in a game? You tend to gravitate towards the games that you can get into quickly. Like, you're down for the crunchy games and everything, too, but I find, like, the quicker you can get into the game the more you get into it in total. Like, when it takes 30 minutes to set up, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is what we were doing. But when it's like a five-minute game, you're just like, you're up and you're ready. Like, epic okay. and everything. And that's why I was really happy with that Harry Potter game because I was really afraid because it's based on an IP. It might suck. Yeah. But so many people in the board game group online were like, this thing is really cool. I'm actually really enjoying this. We're having good times playing it together, me and my wife, me and my kids. So I was like, all right, that's huge you know like the fact that, and nobody shit talked it somebody will find a way to like you know crap all over every game where it's like you know like oh man i opened this game up and there was a hundred dollars inside and people are like oh it should have been 200 <laughs> you know but it's uh, but nobody really you know spin on that game like everyone's like oh yeah that does look cool i do want to play it i do want to get it from my family so i was very pleased that kim enjoyed it as much as she did so and i'm looking forward to us being able to do uh, book three and four very soon yeah well, we actually have to do book two because we lost book two. Yeah, we. we, oh, we so trust. close though. It's. You would think that like you know because like, yeah, I guess it could be like a little kiddish, so like you know taking a Harry Potter, but it's actually not easy to play. Yeah. Which I kind of like, you know, because that's cool. There's like a certain strategy that you need to do, in order to play it. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that kind of made it fun was uh. Like, players can get knocked out, and that bumps the enemy track up. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, like, uh, one of our friends, Ramses, who was playing uh, as Harry Potter, like, got, like, snuffed. And that gave nice. the enemy the last point to take the territory. And we're like, oh, man. It no was more- Tom Riddle <laughs> who killed Harry Potter. Yeah, and we're like, uh, nice. no more sequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What if, what if this went the uh, the way that the bad guy wanted it to go? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I just wish they had more characters. They only have the four characters. You never know in the other book. Yeah, I was going to say it could be an add-on eventually, yeah. yeah. Especially the way it's selling mm-hmm. now. That's true. And no, then no. when they make the uh, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them oh, expansion pack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> so what about you, Kim? What do you think uh, makes some good gaming gifts for people? I see an advantage of going last, but at the same time not, because everyone said basically what I would want to say. You're in the Splendor Conundrum, fourth player disadvantage. (laughs) Especially uh, Kurt's description for you is perfect, because I was going to say the same exact thing. Thank you, Kurt. Um, No problem. Basically, like, you know, like any like the heavy euros, anything that has really good looking components, you're willing to give it a try, even though if it like might suck, but you don't. You know, if it has really good components, you'll try it out. All I know is um, uh, she did get a box from Cool Stuff and told me I can't look inside. And I see this huge square ra- uh, wrapped box under the tree. And I'm like, oh, that looks crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. For his uh, sister, he she also got him like, it's very heavy. It's yeah. like, uh, it's a, I, I don't know what it's about. But all I know is, like, it weighs a ton, 
and the components look really really nice it's like a kickstarter edition that's cool yeah yeah i i don't know exactly which one it was because like you know kim said to give her a list and all i know is uh while kim was showing her the list on the computer i just heard my sister go this game takes three to four hours (laughs) why would anyone want to do that and i'm like oh that sounds great yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) but um and like what dan said like with you guys um since you guys like like to banter a lot so i figure like um (laughs) i figure like like most like any like two-player games like would be a few like uh you know like um what kind of games are those where it's you want to say to the player oh fuck you for doing that but not really mean it like it's those (laughs) uh type of games like slap fight where you just keep what? slapping at each other. No. <laughs> uh, it's almost like gotcha games or whatever, yeah. you know, like, yeah. oh, I did this now, haha. But uh, I can see them actually enjoying Point Royale. Yeah, that's actually a really good choice for you guys, too. Mm-hmm. We le- Is that the one... <sighs> With the that's pirate one. ships? Were you guys playing... Were you playing it live? Yeah. We actually, yeah, we were playing. Yeah, it yeah. we were watching you play that. And then we looked it up, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kurt represented thirty-three percent of the people that were watching that stream. <laughs> <laughs> we're sending you hearts. Yeah, it was yeah. Good. we were watching it on two phones just to make you yeah. feel. <laughs> I stand corrected. Kurt represented sixty-six percent of the viewers. <laughs> and then we had it on the iPad too. That's right. <laughs> so we were all your viewers. You are. Yeah. We're e-famous. Yeah. <laughs> so special right that's funny i can i can tell how much that this podcast has gotten into our family because well like we've been playing games lately and logan's like are we putting this on the podcast (laughs) just wants to stream everything now. or yeah can we are we gonna record this and are people gonna watch us play this game right if you if you ever want us to do like uh because you know like how like the cutesy games Mm-hmm. We can do like a family friendly where you know we won't curse or say bad words, but like we can stream <laughs> something so Logan can actually watch it. You just might yeah. want to have an air horn to censor me. That no. might be a bit. <laughs> you, can, you can behave yourself. Uh, well, if I, we can, you can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll put a little a uh, little add on to that. But um, Dan and Kim were nice enough to um, uh, send Logan a gift for Christmas, and and they they said that he could open it up before or or on the day depending upon what i decided so what we decided but i just decided and um so then you know he had a good week last week so we opened it up and and you guys were nice enough to get him the story dice and we played that this weekend and uh (laughs) it's so funny because he was it seemed like he was kind of gung-ho for it but he's also very gung-shy about it he was nervous yeah which is funny because you know we had that you know, we've actually, you know, I actually recorded him role-playing, and he did well, like, way awesome. But for some reason, playing those dice, he was like, um, I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. And I'm like, no, you have to think it up yourself. <laughs> so then, you know, towards the end, he got a little, yeah, he got a little yeah. into it. But then most, you know, it was like, I was an athlete, and uh, I, I made up that I was going to be the fat have the fastest time climbing up a rope or something like that and then he was a he was a the villain what what was he he was a villain with invisibility and uh did he have a camera no no a parachute yeah but he what type of villain was he do you remember oh he was a thief 
So then he was trying to steal my rope and stuff like that. So then we're battling at the end, and then, like, it was like... So I, you couldn't have the fastest time, right? Yeah, so yeah. I couldn't have the... Yeah. And so at the end, I tie him by his foot and have him dra- dra- hanging on the rope so he could get arrested. And he's like, no, I get off the rope and I punch you. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, I, I'm supposed to win. And, he's, and then I said something else, and he goes, no, then I get out of that and then I punch you. And I'm like... Oh. I'm like Wasn't he like... Bobbing and weaving between your legs. Yeah. Because he's invisible. Yeah, because he's invisible. Like, he's like, I'm under your legs. You know, he's like, You can't get me. I'm you behind can't you. see me. I'm behind you. I'm in front of you. I'm on the side. Yeah. He's, he's like, Daddy, I'm the system. Just when you think you won, you found out it was all of <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So when, when I thought of games that we could all play together, I thought that would be kind of cool because you could do the roll the dice, have everybody write down, you know, their characters and then just kind of go from there. So I thought that would be cute. Well, and we actually got him not the story time dice um, that you guys got, but we got him. What's the other dice you guys were talking about? The uh, cu- story cubes? Is that what that is? Yeah, Rory's story, story cubes. cubes. Yeah. yeah, we got Rory's him story some cubes. story cubes, too. Did yeah. you get the Batman one? Have a no, we have we haven't gotten that one yet. I think we got a couple of different ones. No, we just got one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know which ones we got them though. You said ones. We only got them one. We oh, just like got one. Set? I don't know which one we got. No, I don't think so. It was an actual like an the action. orange ones. Um, yeah, what are like the, the action? Yeah, you get like travel. Nine, yeah, you get Something like nine like of that. them, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like oh. the starter base set, and then they have like all oh, three dice expansions too. Oh, cool. Yeah, because we didn't know what what it was going to be like for him. So we had gotten him those. I think we were going to originally put it in his stocking from St. Nick, and then we didn't do that. So he'll get it for Ramos or from Santa or something. But, um, yeah. So he'll he'll have those too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that would be cool. Now I'll just have to get into it because I don't role play. (laughs) It's a great place to start, though. Yeah, exactly. All you have to do is pretend, like you know, like everybody does. You know, everybody pretends to do something. He in has their head. an imagination. I just you do too. Sure, <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'll try you it. You do. I'll try. I am a lifeless robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for that's it for the games that we would get other people. You know, Taylor and Kim and Tracy and Kurt. Dan and Rohit and Flippy and Matt But do you recall The most obnoxious douchebag of all Rudolph the Red-Nosed Role Player Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw him You would even say, oh shit! All of the other players are sick of all his fucking games. They all get pissed off when Rudy gets his Cheeto hands on the pages. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, the GM came to say, If you try to tell me one more time, Rudolph, that you have an invisibility cloak, or flying boots, or a level 5 spell when you're a level 4 bard, I'm going to chop off your nuts, crush them into a fine powder, and make them into D20s that I'll use for every one of our games, you son of a bitch! Damn it! Motherfucker! So now let's talk about some stocking stuffers things that we think it would be cool to kind of throw into people's stockings to, you know, 
add that little extra gaming. Storytime dice. Storytime dice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of them, for sure, because it's... That's a good one. It's small, it's light, it's pretty pretty inexpensive. You know, they sell them at Target, and they have them at your local game stores. Another thing that which I saw that people are playing a little bit more, and it's it hasn't got a, a lot of... Uh, huge amount of hype or whatever but it's something that i think would be awesome is um they have uh batman the animated series dice game and it kind of seems like one of those one of those games that's kind of a press your luck but it's also got all the characters from the batman the An- animated series which is like the best batman thing ever oh so. absolutely another thing which is like getting major steam and i i want to play it so bad is star wars destiny the dice game yeah but that's like giving somebody heroin <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it's like Dice Masters, you it's know. It's cheaper. When it, when Dice, Mer- Dice Masters first came out, you know, it kind of lit, lit a blaze. And, you know, Dice Masters has kind of down, died down a little bit since. But they're still coming out with a bunch of different you know, ones for that. So what are you? What are some stocking stuffers that you guys think are, would be fun to kind of stuff in somebody's stocking? Well, everyone knows about um, Love Letter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but what I would suggest is the gamer's love letter, which would be Lost Legacy. Basically, it's the the same thing. Like you have a card, you draw a card. The only difference is you can like attack players. If you have a card, and it'll say like if anyone else looks at this card, they're out of the game. And basically, at the end, you have to find the number eight card. Five. The yeah. oh no, the number five card. I'm sorry. The number five card. Uh, what is it called? It's actually like yeah. It, it's a the certain name. It's so. the lost legacy. Lost it's, like oh, I can't. Ugh. But what's nice though is uh, <laughs> instead of at the end of just I got the highest card, I win. There's that little bit of deduction, so that kind of makes it a little more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Who makes that? I. You've talked about that before, but I I don't know what where it's uh, from. AEG, just like Love Letter. Nice. Same deal. Sixteen card deck. You know all that too. And they all got right. like a. Uh, like they're stand like standalone, like not expansions, but like you can actually just buy it if you just want the certain types of packs. Like they have um, the werewolves and vampires. Yeah, they got that. They got like uh, dragons and King Arthur. Yeah. Um, like dragons and wizards or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really nice because um, the original first two Lost Legacies are in the love letter pouch, and those are like ten bucks a shot. Yeah. But the new ones are in a clamshell, but you get two different types, and you can actually mix and match the cards to make your own custom deck if you wanted. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I never never really heard about that, because I love Love Letter, so... We have the original Love Letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do, which we haven't played for a long time. I almost brought that out for Logan, because I thought it'd be fun for him to play. So, uh, another one... Um would be diamonds. I don't know if you heard this. Oh yeah, uh, we love that game. Yeah, you like that, that game? game. Yeah. Stronghold. Yeah. Stronghold games. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want to get. We wanted. We were when we were sad that we didn't get to go to Gen Con. They came out with the Thief expansion, and I. I still. Nice. We still haven't gotten that, which I want to get so bad. So me, uh, Dan actually had a really good idea where um, for the holidays we were gonna. Pick it up because I think it's uh, cheaper at uh, Barnes and Noble right now. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick it up, and then basically like either go to our mall, where we've been actually seeing like um a lot of older people playing like card games like in the cafeteria, a cafeteria, mm-hmm. food court. Food court. <laughs> <laughs> the food court. The old people in our yeah. local mall are in fifth grade. <laughs> So we were thinking about, like, you know, like, playing it, 
And if somebody, like, looks over and is like, oh, what's that? And asks us about it. Like, anyone who's familiar with, like, hearts and what else? Like, spades. Hearts, spades, like, mm-hmm. they would get a kick out of yep. it. We can show them how to play it, and if they really like it, we just give it to them. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, we were thinking about it's doing something like that. It's a good game. Yeah. It is. Yeah, we put we played it with my mom and dad and sister. Yep, because they were <laughs> they were kind of confused on on it at first because of you know all the certain things that you do with the tricks and stuff like that. But you know, all, you know, like you said, as you know, if you know every game has been made into you know one of the suits, you know, you have hearts, spades, clubs, diamonds, you know. So you know, as, as long as you know to pl- how to play one of those, you're already halfway there. You know, so that, you know, that's a great idea. You know, you know, even bringing that to a, you know, senior senior citizen home or whatever, you know, and just be like, hey, here's it. You know, you guys like trick taking games. Here's a little something for you. And plus you got little shiny diamond. And then one more I uh, figured would be good is uh, you can't go wrong with dice. You know, yeah. like you can get like a really nice set of dice for somebody who's like heavily into RPGs. They even have the dice that are a little bit bigger. So it's easier to see. So we, we actually got, like, one set for our friend George. Besides, like, it just being, like, big, chunky dice. Like, it's not big, big, but, you know, it's decent enough where you can actually see the pips. Um, uh, yeah, it's, like, printed number. It's, like, it's like about 20% bigger than normal dice, and that's the dice from Roll for Initiative, actually. Yeah. And they look so. nice, though. They're, like, really nice dice. But I would also suggest, too, for uh, anyone that likes earrings, like, they have really nice dice earrings. And like I even got like a I got like um a purple D twenty earrings. I got like the D fours. Yeah. They also have the pendants, like the you know, dice jewelry and stuff yeah. like that. And like the charms. It's um Think Geek. I they always have it sold out because it's so popular, but they have a D twenty charm. I'm so pissed because I used to have it on my old <laughs> bracelet, my Pandora bracelet, but I lost it when I went to PAX. So it's like, and every time I try to go buy it, it's always sold out because it's, it's in such high demand. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, speaking of, speaking of meatballs, I just want to cut in quick and then I'll let Dan, I'll let you talk. Something that was supposed to come out at the end of this year, apparently now that it's not coming out until January or February is uh, Mighty Meeples. Those just look so phenomenal because they get, you know, it's meeples, but they, you know, they got them in like superheroes um and who makes that is it cryptozoic i think it's, it's cryptozoic who's making them right and i yeah i believe so and i know it's the dc heroes mm-hmm. but what i think is cool is from what i understand it's not even blind packs they show you which three guys are on the wrapper oh that's cool so I love that yeah so it's not blind packs so if you want to get the whole set it's not that hard to do it's just you know you got to buy whatever it will be like 10 or 12 packs that's awesome and one thing i saw that was really cool and I, this was they said it was coming out in February, so I don't I don't know if what's coming I, out when. I already know what this is. I, <laughs> this <laughs> well, is good. Well, but um, there they have a Ecto One Ten with all the Ghostbusters in it and Slimer and the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man, Aww. and it fucking looks awesome. That does. They have that. Yeah. And for the superheroes, they also have the Justice League. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. just makes sense. That's awesome. If they make the uh, what was it the uh, Legion of Doom and like that little skull thing, it's like that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. Have a have a like a Solomon Grundy that's a little bit bigger than everyone else. Oh, <laughs> I want that. 
Gorilla cool. Grodd is a little bigger than all the others. Is Thanos part of that or no? No, he's Marvel. Oh, boom. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, so a couple of my quick uh, Christmas suggestions is like, if the person isn't like a super gamer, like they just you know kind of like clown around with games. You know, Kim was mentioning like diamonds. Uh, flux is cool because there's eighty thousand fluxes, mm-hmm. and you know it's like a lot of gamers go Ugh, flux, but for your friends that like to just clown around, flux is a great beer and pretzels game. You know, yeah. So plus you can you can combine everything too. Yeah. So it's like they like Cartoon Network, get them that one. They you know they're into Monty Python, cool. Zombies, great. Cthulhu, done. Firefly, sure. It's like. You know, like, smoking weed, let's go. Like, you know, no matter what they're into, <laughs> there's a flux that covers that. So that's always neat. And what's good is uh, they have the Batman flux. Yep. The Batman flux is a little bit different because the creepers, the villains, if any creeper is out, no one can win. Usually yep. if it's you have if, a creeper. If you have a creeper. If you have a creeper in front of you, you can't win. But with this one, if a creeper is out, no one can win. Yep. That's why they have the Arkham Asylum thing. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, we have that one. Yeah, yeah, that one is really good. Fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we also got Adventure Time Flux because that's always fun. Another good one is uh, Six Nimit, another like trick style playing game where uh, it leads to massive amounts of trash talking and like, oh, you son of a bitch! We streamed it. it. Yeah, yep, that's, yep. that's one, one of the ones we watched. Yep, and it's yep. funny too because we had never heard of it until you guys streamed it, and then I saw somebody else that recommended it the other day. I was like, oh wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I actually, the first time I ever heard it was um, from Rhiannon and uh, Suzanne um, on Twitter. And once I saw it, I was like, all right, this looks kind of cool. And I picked it up and like we fell in love with it instantly. Because yeah. after the first hand, we were trash talking to each other. <laughs> um, so that's always fun. Another one that's like really good is Oh My Goods. It's basically like an engine style game with like a little bit of abstract. Like the cards are, when they're in your hands, they can be the resources to make your stuff. When you play them on the table, they're buildings that actually produce those things. And then when the cards are face down, they actually represent those things. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little bit of abstraction, but it's really fun. The art is almost like a, like the art looks like similar to the UA Rosenberg games, mm-hmm. like the Agricola style and yeah. all that. Yeah. But it's super fun, very easy. Once you get the hang of how it works, very fun, very quick. And tons of replay. Like, we've played this game dozens and dozens of times already. And we have a few friends that every time the night is over, it's like, hey, can we do all my goods real quick? And then we'll play that, like, three times. So that's always a plus. The other is uh, Rick and Morty Total Rickle. Not only is that probably one of the best episodes ever of Rick and Morty, (laughs) but it's a very super fun hidden role game. And what I really dig in this one is... You can play co-op and you're all going against the enemy, yada yada. But you can also have it where you actually have an identity role. And if you've never seen Rick and Morty, I feel very sad for you and you need to see it. Because if you don't like this show, I don't like you as a person. Aww, <laughs> no, but it's a it's a great cartoon. It is hilarious. It's uh, by Dan Harmon and all that. And in the episode, there's these parasites that screw with your brain and you can't tell what's real and not like they give you fake memories. So this game is all about like, are they real or aren't they? So you're trying to find out who's real and who's not. And you have to kill all the ones that aren't. So the players can actually be real or fake, which is awesome because it's not like werewolf where when you're a werewolf, you're like, great, everyone's going to turn on me. 
you could start out real and become fake later on and then find out, no, 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 those were fake memories. You were real the whole time. <laughs> nice. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it is ridiculously fun. The what, what One thing that happened was when we played, it was me, Dan, and two of our other friends. And um, basically, when you know what cards are real or not, what you do is you tell everyone, okay, this guy's real, so don't kill him. But what they did was, I think Dan was a parasite. He was fake. So what happened was, he and another guy that was also fake was conspiring, right? They were like telling the, the, the telling us like, no, 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 he's not, he's not real. He's fake. And then all of a sudden, the other guy started doing the same thing after they switched his card. So I think he became one too, and I was the only one left. So they started killing off the real people until I finally noticed, and it was like the last guy left. Yeah. And it was only one, and everyone was like, "Hey, guy, do you think that's yeah. real?" Yeah. Okay. And we, and we opened the doors so all the parasites escaped. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> nice. Yeah. The fact so that bad. the fact that it's a hidden identity game where the identities can switch multiple times, and by player action, not just randomness, mm. is super cool. And uh, it's again like tiny box and a ridiculous amount of value in that box. That's cool. And then uh, the last thing I'm going to suggest is usually like stocking stuffer, you know, you try to stay like, you know, like within about 10, 15 bucks. Mm -hmm. This one is 25, so it's a little higher, but the Pathfinder Core Rulebook Paperback Edition. Nice. It's half the size and half the price of the original core, uh, core book for Pathfinder. And what's great about the Pathfinder book is that's the player's guide and the DM guide. You know, somebody can just get this book and start going through it and find out the wonderful world of Pathfinder for a greatly reduced price tag. And even if somebody already has Pathfinder, like if you know a group or something, a second player's handbook never hurts. Yeah. So if you wanted to just get this for them so people can access their spells easier or find out their feats and everything. So uh, when I saw that in our local store, I was like, this is genius. You know? That's awesome. <laughs> So yeah, those are uh, my my holiday stocking stuffer suggestions. Nice. And I'll just add a couple of more quick things before we get into our top three. Talking about another one that's maybe a little more expensive, but still worth it, Dragon Busters by Mayday Games. Another fun, what would you call that? Kind of game where you want to get, you want to get, you have to get a certain number to beat, you have to get a certain number to beat monsters in the dungeon, but the lowest person, the p person that plays the lowest card will get the the most amount of gems. And um, if you match the same number, then those cancel out, and then that could totally screw everybody over. And if and if any one of the players doesn't beat this, or beat or help beat the monster, then they have to lose whatever Ooh. color um, gem that they have the most of. So that's like one of those games that's got a lot of replayability. It's very simple, and it's just a lot of fun. When I think of uh, other other little things that are different, like you know, getting something from like roll initiative and stuff like that, like your DM screens and your you know dry erase boards and your dice, like Kim said. Um, another thing is going online and getting like we've been talking about it forever, and they've been a sponsor of ours forever. Battlebards music, you know, giving them some fantasy audio that goes well with their goes with uh, goes well with all their role playing needs and stuff like that. That's awesome to have. You know, and then also um, going on to like drive through RPG 
and getting some of the latest titles. So instead of getting it in book form, you get it in PDF and you send it to them so they can have it on their computer. Like Mask, A New Generation is big. Seventh C, No Thank You Evil for the kids. Delta Green, Curse of Strahd for 5E. Nice. So it's just, yeah, just a lot of different things that you can do. You you know, don't just think inside, you know, don't just think of like those physical things that can go inside the stocking stuff where you could just be like, you know, writing a little piece of paper, hey, you know, I I took this and I made this, you know, this is your code for, you know, this 5e book, you know, this is for, you know, this is for BattleBards Audio, you know, just a lot of, a lot of different ways to get somebody that stocking stuffer that they really enjoy that they'll you know get a lot of value from anything else you guys want to add last thing i can think of is um for your gamer buddy that has everything like sometimes upgraded components are always a nice little touch like you know you can get them like like some specialty meeples from meeple source or something like that like you know you just find like a small thing of bits like hey man i know x is your favorite color and a lot of games don't have that so i got you these teal meeples or these indigo meeples or you know whatever Something like that is always a, a neat little thing, and you can usually get it a little bit cheaper. So That's it for the stocking stuffers. Board game night. Holy night. All have come. Spirit. so now we'll go into our top three so basically for our top three we like to talk about what we played this year new to us if you've heard the podcast before we like to you know talk about what we're playing it's not necessarily the stuff that is you know from this year you know we play stuff all the time and there's so many games out in this world that you know what you're not going to play every single game every single year and be able to comment on it so i like to use the top top games of the year to you know really give our stamp of approval on games that we really got to sink our teeth in this year who would like to start i usually run my mouth so i'll do it all right cool all right so my top three in no particular order is Port Royale. You know, we talked about it a few times before, but super fun. You know, it's always fun pushing your luck. Your luck, Jesus Christ. And uh, the fact that all the players get involved every turn because other people can bid on those cards left on the table. Everyone's looking at the board. Everyone's always involved. Nobody's breaking out their phones because if you do, people just, what we tend to do anyway is, uh, you want anything? No? Okay, next. So it keeps everyone going, which is always fun. Second choice is the D&D Conquest of Narath. Which basically think D and D risk. Nice. Um, I don't play too many of those dudes on a board games, like you know, like style things or like huge war games, but it really feels D and D ish because every combat is you hit on six and higher on the dice, 
So your garbage footmen only roll a d6. But, like, catapults roll a d8. Heroes roll a d10. Mages roll d12s. Dragons roll d20s. So you're using D&D dice in a D&D war game, and the four different factions actually have slightly different miniatures and different army decks. So it feels cool. It makes you want to play all four sides. I've been looking at this game for years. I finally got to play it this year, and as soon as the first game was done, I'm like, again, please? And we immediately... And like, for somebody to play a second war game, like, after a two-hour or two-and-a-half-hour war game, to immediately want to do it again is always, like, an amazing sign. Yeah. And I was instantly bit by that bug. And the last one is, I played this... I believe this was out the year before, but this year became so huge for me. Uh, Steamworks by TMG Games. Nice. Just because there's just something about building those machines. It just... I have so much fun with it and I feel like you can be really creative and you, if you play with the same people over and over, you start playing up to your audience where it's like, Oh, Kurt, man, I I know you like having money in this game. Check out this device over here. You're going to get six bucks every time you use it. And you're going to get two reactors. I mean, you can't beat that for one action, man. And then you're like, yeah, but then you'll also get this, you know, it's like, yeah, but that's okay because you're getting what you want. Isn't that really what life is about? Getting what you want from the machines? All right, so you ready for your top three? Okay. All right. Sorry, so, No, it's fine. Obviously, I have to say Harry Potter is one of them because I love Harry Potter. And <laughs> the fact that they made a game of that, that actually is pretty decent as opposed to most of the other things from the IPs, like the Asen- uh, Assassin's Creed game. Like, remember they made the board game of that one? Yeah. And the Witcher one? I was like, ah, it's not so great. <laughs> but the, the Harry Potter one was good. And, like, this isn't in any order, but another one is Food Chain Magnate. Basically where you have to establish your restaurant and you have to compete with your competitors. And what can happen is if, say, like, Dan lowers his price of his food to, like, by, like, a dollar, make it a dollar cheaper then obviously he's going to get the people to come to his place. So then I have to lower my prices so I can get his customers. And you can actually set up, like, advertisements. So, like, you can get, like, more people coming to you, uh, coming to your restaurant. You can also, like, set up, like, food chains. So, like, you, if you want, you can set, like, two blocks away from your place. You can set, all right, I have a hamburger place. Two blocks away, I'm going to have a, like, uh, a place that sells, I don't know, uh, hot dogs and... Juice and soda. Juice and, and soda. Pizza. <laughs> the only thing is, with that game, if you make one mistake, you're kind of screwed. But I still liked it. As soon as we got it, I wanted to play it immediately. Because the bits look good, too. Yeah, it's like, um, you ever have it where, like, a new restaurant opens in your neighborhood or, like, some new store, and, like, three months later it's gone? Mm-hmm. That means they played the wrong card. Food chain magnate is uh, a little close to home with like how, <laughs> yeah. how uh, one mistake in business can cost you everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the last one was Imhotep, which um, hmm. I never, I always was curious about. Like most of like the Egyptian games, and when I saw that out, I actually knew. I felt smart for a little bit because I actually knew who Imhotep was. And I'm like, oh, I know what this game is going to be about because I know who that person is. 
And basically, he helped, like, uh, set up, like, the blueprints for the pyramids. I think it was, like, the Giza. I'm not sure which pyramids. It was a famous set of pyramids, like, the three pyramids. The big, medium, and small one. Okay. You know the ones? The Russian stacking doll <laughs> pyramids, I believe is their name. No. So, the fact that it was basically building monuments, building a pyramid, and then also, like, playing cards... So you can get more victory points. Um, it stayed true to its like yeah, it, it has like good like a good vibe to it. I mm-hmm. I've, what I like about that game a lot is that it's a Euro game that has like FU elements. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few <laughs> yeah. It's not too many Euros have tons of player interaction. This one makes you really worry about what your opponent's going to do to you, which yeah. is <laughs> like I can't tell you how many times we were playing it. I think I'm positioning myself well, and then Kim just, like, launches the ships. Like, you don't decide when your guy, like, you get to place your cubes. Whoever launches the ship decides where it goes. that's how you get your resources to the pyramids. You, like, launch ships, and there's only a certain amount of ships available to people. So you gotta, like, basically time it right, because if you're the last person... The person to the right of you is first goes player. first. So what I did was I made sure that Dan was always going to use the last ship, so that I would go first. Yeah, it for it's a only a few actions available, but very strategic on how to play it all out, which mm-hmm. is super good. I was really happy when you picked that one up too, because I was like, oh, that looks neat. Whatever, I'll try it, and it really became a big hit over here. Yeah, so, so those what, are my three. So what about you guys? What are your top threes? They're so important to me that I have to look. Blind. I picked Valeria Card Kingdoms. I don't know if you guys have ever played that. Um, But I first played it with a group of friends at work on one of our game nights. Gosh, quite quite a while ago. And I couldn't stop talking about it when I came home. And I kept looking at it online like I was obsessed with it. it it's a mix between... Definitely has those Machikuro vibes. And then like Ascension, because you got to defeat the yeah, enemies. It's, yeah, it's like, it's like a combo of a bunch of different games almost. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, you kind of draft cards, but you also roll for your resources, basically. Like Machikoro. Like when you, yeah. you have to yeah. roll and you have the buildings... And yeah. anyone but, who has the same buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what's nice about it is that um, at least at the beginnings of or at the beginning of your turn, everybody's taking a turn. Yeah. yeah. So you're not all sitting there waiting for <laughs> for somebody to um, do something. At least um, everybody's collecting their resources based on the role, and you're collecting whatever you need and um, doing all that kind of stuff. I was kind of I don't know. I really liked that. Um, because you have the choice of being able to um, defeat monsters or purchase, what are they, not civilians. Like the buildings and all that? The, there's the people. people. Like the yeah. archers. And yeah, you recruit. You can't remember high, yeah. what they're called. It starts with a s- champions? champions. Champions? One of them is a champion. But I think they're, not the, I think they're literally called civilians. Civilians. And then there's the domains. And you have yeah. so many different options of being able to do those different things until those options deplete. And then you have the, what, the lords or... Yeah, your lord cards. Your lord cards that points. you have to try to get the most points. I really like that game. 
Um, obviously, I was obsessed enough to finally pull the plug and purchase it. And we've introduced it to several different people now, and everyone seems to like it. <laughs> the second one is the second one I had was Splendor. We'll have to play that with Dan sometime so that he likes it again. Because <laughs> um, we still play that at our house. Um, I like the strategy of the game. It's a quick game at our house where nobody breaks tables with gem collecting. And I don't know. We played it yesterday. Mm-hmm. We played it yesterday while we were eating supper. And um, Logan was determined to beat me this time <laughs> because I seemed to always win. And he did. He, yeah. he actually beat me this time. I I like it. It's a good game. We're kind of, I don't know, we're, we're still in the honeymoon phase, I think, of playing that game. We play it on our phones. We play it at home. I don't know. It's still, it's still a, a quick game for us. I like it. I try to have different strategies every time I'm playing it to collect the, the gems for the different cards and colors and get the different... And then get the nobles. The nobles the and... Sometimes I try to collect the nobles, and sometimes I don't, and yeah, whatever. But obviously yesterday didn't work because Logan beat me. And then the last game, um, I picked uh, Legendary Civil War, Mm. and um, I picked that one. I thought it mixed it up from the different deck-building games that we had played this year because they incorporated the double-sided, or not doubles, well, yeah, kind of like the dual cards. I don't think they had incorporated dual cards. No, this is the first time they introduced um, it. And I thought that was kind I of think. cool. Well, this is the first time that we've seen. Well, I might have seen it if if I played if I played Civil War with or not Civil War, but Secret Wars with Mike. I can't well, remember because that was the one before, and I can't remember if it did. It's the first time I've you've seen, seen it. Yeah. The. When you say uh, double cards, is it almost like those magic cards, like front and back, like different? No, it's yeah. just it's one one half is one character and one half is the other character. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, cool. That's okay. So, like one one um, side, it has the certain symbols on it. If you've played Legendary, so you can have like one side of the card is it could be the share of a character. So. One could be um, Luke Cage on one side and the other side. Who does Luke Cage share a card with? Um, what's her name? Is it Jessica Jones? Yep, yeah. Jessica Jones. So one side is Luke Cage and the other side is Jessica Jones. Then the one side would be like it could be three um, three scratches. Scratches. And then the other three side buys. three buys. Yeah, and then it could cool. have. The, the symbols. Yep. So there, those are incorporated in there too. I think it's kind of cool. It adds a little different element um, into play in the that deck building game. I thought. Can it was... I just can I just in, interject some one little thing before? I you would continue? love for you to. You really touch me tenderly. There. I know. Well, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I don't want to. We do have tender. We do have tender moments. <laughs> I didn't want to just like flat cut you off, but the hey, the cool. cool thing I like about these card games, especially legendary is you, they're not just throwing two random people in there. You know, it's like, of course, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are married. So then, you know, they put those two together. They have Cloak and Dagger who have worked they together. Married? They have, Well, they were, unless they unless they got... In the comics, or...? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we only know about it from the Boy, Netflix series. Yeah, not from the, yeah, not from no, the TV get- show. <laughs> not from the Netflix originals, but yes, in the in the comics, they were married at one point. Oh, nice. Um, but again, I haven't, I haven't read them for a bit, so I don't know. But yeah, you know, they always you know, kind of put 
the characters together that you know, like Storm and Black Panther, because mm-hmm. they were married, or if they've if they're married or, or they're still married or whatever. But, or the head coitus or yeah, well, you know whatever. whatever. No, I don't think that counts. It's still <laughs> a lot of, lots of different things. So yeah, so I like that they incorporate mm-hmm. that. Go ahead. No, I I think I was done. Oh okay. I I just think it's I thought it was cool that they had the. We pulled out the game when we first bought it for an unusually ridiculous um, price because we were apparently desperate to play the game and we couldn't wait for two days for Amazon to deliver it. (laughs) (laughs) So then that was exciting. Yeah. Um, So we pulled it out and we were like, what? Two characters on one card? This is ridiculous. Yeah. So I don't know. That was one of my... I would say that was my third one. Yeah. Cool. Okay. It's your turn. Oh, it is? Yay. Yay. <laughs> I had a hard time doing this. It's funny because usually I like have that thing where I'm like, okay, these are my, these are my top and that's it. You know, I don't, I don't ever share these or anything like that, you know, and I almost did that. I was almost like, oh, I want these two at the top or I want to add this extra one. But I'm like, no, I won't do that because I've talked about other stuff and how much I love it. But um, I think for number three, I would my number three of the year, I would pick CV, just because that that was just one of those games that just literally came out of nowhere for us, you know. And I'm like, you know, like we talked about in the aesthetic in gaming episodes that you should go back and listen to, and it was just like, wow, this game does not look like anything I would ever try, but I'm curious about it. And then finally, when I was, you know, you know, enough people, you know, said, you know, that they, you know, enjoyed it, look past the art style of it. Then I was like, well, you know what, let's just give it a shot. And I'm glad that we did because it's, it's got a lot of, a lot of thought into it. You know, it's like going through your whole life, you know, kind of thing and everything that matches up when you buy these certain cards in the different aspects, uh, you know, it could be like the millionaire that you know, has a limo and that owns the company and blah, blah, blah. Or you can be, you know, uh, early retirement and a bunch of grandkids and, you know, you're real happy and stuff like that. It's just, even though the art is kind of silly, like it all goes together really super well. And I, for some reason, out of nowhere, I, um, I'll give another plug to SOK one, uh, SO one KS gaming taco came up with his, with his uh, favorite games of 2016, and I didn't realize that they have a CV version of they have CV has their own civilization kind of uh, game called Civilization, yeah. and I'm like that is cool as hell, <laughs> and it's got the same art look and it's by Grana, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to play that game now because that just sounds fucking cool as hell, and it's got the whole you know Civilization kind of theme to it. So I just thought that was so neat. My t- my number two, I went with a game that Tracy already talked about, the Valeria Card Kingdoms. That game is just stupid fun. I think yeah. I think anybody <laughs> could play this game. You know, it's just it's just so much fun. The art is awesome. I'm kind of a fantasy nerd, so just you know, being able to fight the gelatinous cube and mm-hmm. you know, and grabbing these sweet domains and having the you know having the thief or the or the rogue or you know or like the champion or the priest or whatever you know fight these beings and stuff like that just it's cool as hell and then it's got its own little you know somewhat crunchy part to it even though it's not like super mega crunchy and it's got cool bits and stuff like that Ooh, i thought of something for this game too yeah because you were talking they thought of things for this game too which were fantastic yeah 
where they had it all laid out because I think this is a Kickstarter game. Yeah. But they have it all sorted. So they have um like they have all of the um the cards sectioned out and then they have little spaces for all of the um the gold, the fight and all of that kind of stuff. But then they have these little little pieces that cover over the top of each of those oh, those little, mechanics. Little, um so that the they little, don't uh... Well, you you look at me. And no, I was talking. I was I was kind of talking. I was I was no. kind of visualizing. Yeah. They have these. What are what are those called? Like foam pieces <laughs> that cover over the top of the mechanics, so that they don't go all over the place in your um, box. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah um, those and they foam fit. Inserts. They fit perfectly, so then you can grab them, and then they cover over the top again. Yeah. Like they thought of everything when they put this game together. That amazed me too. I opened the game, and it was like a light shone down on it. It was yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then it just it was like I mean they, they it's like the thickness of all of these little foam pieces that cover up all of the mechanics of the gold and everything I was mm-hmm. just like shut up you actually did that no one ever does that you That's know awesome. yeah. and it was just like and then they have all these little dividers and they're all like labeled and you know they say okay this is where the night goes and these are all the pictures for all of the different mm-hmm. domains and this is where and I'm like I was just nerding out. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, something something simple and easy that even like your legendary and stuff like that could have done that, you know, would have been, you know, easy easy to do, but you know, and they have more money than Daily Magic Games who made this game has. But they they just I, I think they just know what gamers want. And even the smallest thing like that is like Thank you very much. That you obviously care about the people mm-hmm. that are buying your game. And then uh, the number one for me, again, still in the old uh, honeymoon phase, but to me, I just I'm digging is Splendor. It's just it's weird. It's I'm just really impressed with this game. I just part of me doesn't know why, but part of me is just like <laughs> a lot of times when I play games, like I just kind of play them and and I understand certain things, but like. Just seeing some of the things that happen with this game, I just understand what they've done and I just appreciate it so fucking much. Like with, you know, how many jewels that you have and every kind of aspect, like you're not going to, you know, run out of those jewels that you, the jewel tokens or whatever for getting the cards. Um, You know, the cards are, you know, really thought out about how many points you can get, you know, and the whole thing, like if you score 15, you know, whoever, you know, whoever's, wherever you're at in the turn order, if like say second like what happened with Logan, Logan had fifteen points. He was second player. I didn't have jack shit. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't go up above and beat him. Where Tracy, if she had one more turn, might have been able to beat him. But she shit out of luck because yeah. she was first player. I mean, I love that. And then with the no, you know, all the different nobles that they have, then there's different combinations and trying to get those. And there's just, you know, the. It, but the nobles, even though they're there and they're, I, I can't think of a good word, they're out there like, you know, a lot of people will think, oh, I really need to go for that. Well, you don't really need to go for that because there's points on the cards that are in the different rows where you can just get 15 points that way and get them quickly before someone else is thinking, well, I'm going to go for these. And it's going to take you a while to get there because you have to have so many cards on your play area before you can get those nobles. So I just, I don't know what it is. I just, everything about this game and just... Uh, every time we played it, I'm just I'm so very in, enthusiastic about it. 
playing the app on online, it's the app is phenomenal. Playing other people, I get pissed off because they're so be- so much better than me, and I'm like, well, I'm just gonna keep fucking working at it until I get these motherfuckers, you know? And I don't know. It's just it. You know, a game is good for somebody when you just are so excited about every little aspect of it. And there's not that many games out there that I am like that with. Let's not uh, gloss over the fact that Splendor is just leaving money on the table by not having. I really fucking appreciate it, Kurt MFG cast on their <laughs> on their yeah. sell sheet on the back of the box. <laughs> well, even well, even their box, like they've even got enough space in where the to- tokens go in, and you know, like with the gold coins, you only get so many of the gold coins or whatever, and and yeah. it's it's a little not as not as deep. So then you know that's where those go. It took me. Yeah, a little bit to figure that out because I was mad that one of the tokens would run over in that space. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I was like, I had my aha moment, and I went, "This is the spot where the gold goes." Oh, and they even have. Excuse me, they even have the dividers for the cards. Well, number three is the biggest stack, and that has a a whole, you know, a perfect amount of spot for your cards. Yeah, so you have to be careful there too, because if you don't look at that. What happened with Logan? You just crush a card into oh. the wrong spot, and ouch! So you know sometimes you got to be careful with that kind of stuff. But I, I do yeah. love the splendor pictures of online of really where it's when they take the insert out and how much space the cards and coins take compared to the box. Yeah. But you know every game does need shelf presence, so you know you can't hold that against them at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, I promise uh, whenever the time comes, be it a convention, a trip, whatever it is, when we actually get together face-to-face, I will definitely do Splendor with you guys. <laughs> and then nice. he'll burn the table. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, slant, he'll turn it over and he'll be like, forget it. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be like, this did nothing for me. Yeah. What a waste of my time. I'll just we'll do be the- over it by then. Yeah. I'll just do the uh, the crow reenactment. Is that gasoline I smell? Uh. <laughs> You're like, son of a bitch, no! <laughs> <laughs> that was the last time Dan and Kim and Kurt and Tracy ever <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Aww. The first and only. No. Okay, so let's get to the end of this. Um, you guys, do you guys have your package with you? Indeed we do. Oh, uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. I bring him with me everywhere I go, Chris. Oh, how little it is. Did you guys look at it yet? It's cold outside. Kim opened the wrapping. I have not looked inside yet. I didn't know what it was from because yeah. I wasn't warned about this. Oh, nice. And if it says Dan and Kim Simmons, Dan says I can open things. But if it uh, says Dan Simmons, I have to wait for him. Nice. So, that was my dad then. That makes sense. All right. So we have here Don't Mess With Cthulhu. So I was so Ooh. when I was thinking about the dark side of things, I was thinking of Kim. And <laughs> um, so basically people kind of think of this as like a nice party game with a Cthulhu theme, but it's also for a decent amount of people. And you guys always seem to have people over for an awesome game night, and everybody seems to love indie cardboards and games. Is that what it is? Yeah, they make indie. a lot of good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Resistance and Coup and... We just Don't picked up uh, The Grifters recently, which is really great. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, and so I've heard a lot of good things about this, so I thought this would be kind of down your alley, and it wouldn't be super long. It'd be a nice, fun little party game for the crew, so... Yeah, just um, by reading the back, it says that nobody knows who's on their side. I kind of like the idea of if you're one of the bad guys, you have to find out who's your buddies. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, but no, it's no. just like the Cthulhu universe, you know, like well, yeah. right now I'm playing in a fear itself campaign campaign. And it's like, you know, it's it in that universe, you know, it, even if you are friends with somebody, you just never know what's going to happen. So I like, I like that. I always like that aspect of it. All right, man. Now, do you guys have your box over there? We do. So now I felt bad. I feel bad because your your package is super <laughs> heavy, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and then I just sent a really tiny game. So I feel bad. So we'll have to get you something else too. No, uh, no, no. Too. You don't have to. No, this is more than enough. This is. We really appreciate this. Oh, yes. oh. <laughs> nice. Ah, don't yank out the. No, I'm not yanking it out. It's a game we've been, me and Dan and Kim have been trying to play on uh, Tabletopia, so we'll get a little more play out of it. It's Islebound. Hey, I have been too. What? You didn't say my name. You didn't say her name. And this, this girl behind me, <gasps> beside me, Tracy. I was trying to say you too. Sorry, I was just, I was excited. You yeah. <laughs> was like, me and Dan and Kim. Yeah. Aww, no. lady. I don't know who she I is. I suck. <laughs> And a promo sleep pack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, um, so for it's worth, if you order from Cool Stuff lately, it seems like they're throwing that in the packages, which is pretty neat. Awesome. Free yeah. sleeves. Wow. Yeah. Can't go wrong oh, with free no. sleeves. Yeah, exactly. Yep. We're, it's funny because we, stop. We sleeved all of our DC deck building game, and now we're like, guys, should we sleeve other stuff too? Thanks, guys. No problem. You're welcome. And I figure uh, we wanted to make sure we picked that up for you, mainly because uh, since I know you enjoy Above and Below, now you have additional dudes to use in that game, too. How oh, awesome. That's cool. It's funny, too, because that was one of the ones I was really thinking about throw throwing on because um, because Above and Below was so fucking amazing, you know? Dude. Oh, these are for the little guys. Well, these the are for your some... actual character cards. Here's yeah. the little. And the other ones are for the buildings, I bet. Yeah, oh. they give you. Um, well, actually, like, so Here's the promo the pack. Ones. Yeah, so what's really cool about that sleeve promo pack is they give you a couple of different styles and sizes of all different fits. Yeah. And I think the whole idea is like, hey, try this out on your games. Don't these feel good? Don't you want to order more of these? <laughs> That's like. <laughs> but it's actually a genius plan by Mayday because. You know, like, we checked them out. We're like, yeah, these are actually pretty good on this game. And we, we ended up sleeving a few games off of them. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like one of those things, like you spend a few pennies to make a few bucks, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's awesome. I love that idea. So it's the end of the year. We've had another great year. I don't know. Out in the world, it's been a pretty shitty 2016. But here, it's pretty, pretty wonderful. Um, every year, it gets, it gets more and more amazing. We've had lots of people that have helped us out. I'll say those people at the end because I can't think of everybody right now. But of the people that I can think of right now that I want to address, my my lovely wife and uh, Dan and Kim for being able to join this podcast. And it's been just a ton of fun to be able to record on a regular basis and really, you know, touch on a lot of different um, avenues where I didn't even think to touch on. So it's been awesome having you guys on. So Thank it's you. been fun. Yeah, man. I just want to say... Uh... You know, it's like when when we stopped like recording like a GNU podcast and everything. It was like the time and you know getting people together and everything. It was just it was getting to be too much, and uh, you know so we were like, all right, you know, I guess this is something we're not going to do anymore. And then when we started going on with you more often and helping out hosting and coming up with ideas, you know, it, it feels really good. You know, I'm, I'm glad I still get to pursue some of the interest in this stuff and uh, get to lend a hand. And plus, the best part of the tabletop is you know. 
just by random tweets, we started talking to each other. And from the first time we did a show together, I was like, this dude is awesome. I feel like I've known him for years. <laughs> and uh, I'm just really glad we came across you guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Well, that's... <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> I'm having a moment here, okay? <laughs> it's awesome that he said that. And I don't do very good with words. <laughs> We do. I That's know, the thing. He's like, okay, cool. Please think, make that you know, the intro. <laughs> yeah, you know what the you know what the best thing the best things are for me is the intro and the exit. I always have a problem with both. So I just want to say thanks to everyone who's been listening. Um, again, it's been a wonderful 2016. It's we couldn't do it without you. So please continue to listen. Tell your friends. Follow us on Twitter at MFGCast. Follow us on the, our Facebook page. It's getting a little bit bigger. I've ha- we actually had somebody join the join the join the page the Facebook page that I have no clue who they are. So welcome. So uh, it's just awesome to be able to talk to you guys. And if you have any suggestions for anything you want that you want to hear on the show, please, we're all about that. Even if you want to be on the show to talk about anything at all gaming related, we're not just trying to follow people in the industry or people that podcast. We're trying to get it from everywhere. So until then, thank you for an awesome 2016, and we shall see you next. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Legends of Tabletop Podcast. Creating legends one die at a time.